talkradioinfluence.com. Uh, flavor, flavor, please tell your neighbors, Ian Beckles with flavor in your ear. <laughs> Wake up, sports, music, and fashion, best of podcasting, what's going on now and what's soon to happen. Be sure to stick around, no fast forward or skipping, dropping jewels, you don't want to miss them. Make sure you listen, Ian Beckles with the flavor in your ear, the voice of the people's here. Hello everybody, this is Ian Beckles and welcome back to Flavor in Your Ear. Hope everybody's having a fabulous week. I've had a long one, and they all seem long as of late. Um, if you guys are still watching politics as I am, um, they settled down a little bit. We went through a tumultuous time of, you know, before the election where it was craziness every five minutes, every 20 minutes. Now it seems to have calmed down a little bit. First and foremost, uh, out of sight, out of mind, President Trump, I mean, you see him every once in a while and he'll surface and complain about how everything is rigged and then he'll pop back into his little lair and then he'll go away. You know, he's not like he was back in the day where he's omnipresent saying crazy stuff every two minutes. But, you know, you're seeing a little bit more of Joe Biden now, uh, a little more of his speeches. Um, Joe Biden's not a great orator, okay? He's not great at speaking. We all know he had a situation where he stuttered when he was young. Uh, but to me, you know, it's not about being as eloquent as President Obama. You know what? I don't know if there's anybody that's ever been that eloquent. All right. And what I think is funny is when I'm hearing Trump supporters saying, I can't stand listening to Biden speak. He can't speak. You can't be serious, can you? So you think Biden speaking after Trump is a big fall off as compared to Trump speaking after Obama, Trump speaking after Obama, like Trump should not even have said a word, to be honest with you. And when I hear Joe Biden speak, once again, he's not the best at it, but I, I feel, and, and this is the difference, I feel like he's coming from somewhere of love. And I've never heard John, Donald Trump say anything that's come from love. Never in my life. You, you can wait for it if you want. He may say something that, may sound loving if somebody else says it, but it don't come out that way. It always comes back to him. It's all about you. It's me, 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 always me. So, I mean, that's a tough situation for me because it's just, it ain't clean for me. And, you know, looking at how things are transpiring and going along, you still haven't conceded. Listen, this is not a debate anymore. Okay. He still hasn't conceded. The reason why he's conceding, he's not conceding, and I, I kind of figured this out. He's not mad enough to pass off anything to anybody. He cannot concede that he lost fair and square. He can't do it. He won't. He's not mad enough to do that. Every other president, listen, Obama passed off to, to Trump. Trump talked about him, his wife, his mama, his grandma, everybody, and he still passed it off to him and put a fake smile up there, like like you have to. That's what you got to do. And some people are saying that Trump is thinking about having his own rally during Biden's inauguration and gathering people up and have this dramatic Air Force One ride. And uh, you, you wouldn't be shocked, would you? He likes the drama. You remember him walking up the steps after getting the Rona and whipping off that mask? He, he loves drama. Drama's coming, people. And it ain't over. When this is when he allegedly goes away, 
He ain't going nowhere. Donald Trump's going to be here for a long, long time. Okay. And my problem is, you know, right now he's just trying to do dirty work. Okay. It pardoning and he wants to go out guns a blazing. All right. But it's not really anything that's helping our country out. And that's what bothers me. You know what would help our country? For grown-ass people to get together and figure out how we can get money to the people that are suffering. You know what I mean? It's like if if you go home and you're eating filet mignon and you got a nice $100 bottle of wine, you know, with the big scrimps, you're not worried about stimulus checks. You know what? I'm not worried about stimulus checks. I'm not going to get a stimulus check. I, I know I'm not, nor do I deserve one. But I'm looking around. There's a lot of people need the stimulus checks. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Uh, Blue Chew has been with us for a couple of years now, and uh, it's one of my favorite sponsors because it's something that I use on a regular occasion. Uh, when sexy time is going to occur, what you got to do is just chew on a Blue Chew and uh it's the best thing I've ever I've ever had, okay, for, for sexy time. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. I don't know about you guys. I've tried Viagra and Cialis as well. Gives me headaches. You gotta, you kind of hung over in the morning. You don't feel that with, with Blue Chew. You just, you feel, you feel great. Blue Chew is prescribed online by a licensed physician. So you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet, package. It's real, real easy. And uh, I don't know if I've even indulged in sexy time in the last couple of years without popping a blue chew and during special occasions, maybe crunch on two of them. Right now, you get a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use a promo code FLAVA. That's F-L-A-V-A. You just have to pay $5 for the shipping. Once again, bluechew.com, B-L-U-E, chew.com. And promo code FLAVOR, and it's absolutely free. You just play for the shipping, and I guarantee you're going to thank me later. Enjoy yourself. You know, food lines are ridiculous. And we got people that just had quality jobs six months ago sitting in food lines. That's a tough situation to stomach. And we can't get two groups of people to sit down in a room and figure out a compromise. If one wants 10 and the other one wants, you know, five, let's do it at seven and a half, but let's start getting money to people. Our our country's in trouble now. Our country is in trouble. And by the time Joe Biden steps in, it may be too late. Like some of them are saying, you know, a lot of companies are 30, 30 days away from closing their doors. A lot of restaurants, a lot of eateries are real close to closing their doors. They need help now. Okay. And it trickles down. If they don't get help, their landlords need help. The landlords, landlords need help. Everybody needs help. But the rich muckety-mucks in Washington don't really give a rat's ass about the people that are, that are suffering. Clearly. Clearly. And the problem is there's people in Washington that are tap dancing around and they don't want to say anything now because they figure they just have to endure the next month and a half. If they endure the next month and a half, then they'll keep their cushy job and everything will be fine. But in the meantime, nobody's going to speak out against Donald Trump. Nobody even wants to say that. The, what sickens me is when if you, there's some Republicans that are stepping up. They are. They're saying, listen, 
election's over. You lost. Thank you. There's some people that just won't say that. You won't say that he lost the election. It's a process. He lost. He went through a process and he lost. If you're on a race and you run against somebody and they cross the line before you and, and there was no fouls, then you lost the race. He will not say that he lost the race. And the problem is he has a master plan. I don't know what that is. I'm not positive what that is. Later on, you're going to see Trump television and Trump this and Trump that. And that's if they don't snag him. Second, he takes his foot out of the White House. Maybe they put him in cuffs. I don't know. Maybe that's why he's trying to prolong this thing. But he has a reason, that's for sure. He has a reason why he doesn't want to step down. And we might find out. There's a lot of people after him, that's for sure. So, you know, Joe Biden's trying to get something, things smoothed out before Trump gets in there. Things are easing up a little bit to where there's not as much resistance, which is good. But that transition is going to be, you know, the least graceful transition in the history of presidents. You know that's going to be the case. Because you know, just like, you know, in the Masters, when some guy and the next guy wins and you put the green jacket on the on the next guy, Trump ain't going to do that. He's just not. He ain't going to do it. He doesn't want to do it. And his people think he has every right not to do it. And when I see people still picketing and driving around in their, tr- in their pickup trucks with their Trump flags and they're getting interviewed or like, it's not fair. Well, what the, what, why do you think it's not fair? It wasn't a fair election. You can't keep on saying that. You can't, on say, can't keep on saying it's not a fair election and not have any evidence whatsoever. Zero evidence. I mean, zero. How does that happen? And how does somebody intelligent come with that conclusion? Maybe that's the explanation right there. If anybody wants to contact me, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. Um, it's a big day for the Ron and Ian show. It's be Ron's last day. So uh, moving forward, it'll be myself and Jay Retcher. And uh show will be a little bit different, but... Still very flavorful and uh, and uh, very educational as well. So uh, do yourself a favor, tune in to the, today. We'll be on from 3 to 7. I think we have like 24 different guests or something like that from, you know, Joe Madden to Phil Esposito. There's a lot of um, dignitaries that we call in for sure. But I appreciate you guys listening in, and I'll be back next week. Be safe all week. Peace out. Uh-huh. To keep the conversation going, follow Ian on Twitter at Ian Beckles and check out DignitaryRadio.com to get the latest on where you can find him next. This has been Ian Beckles, Flavor in Your Ear on Radio Influence. Put the flavor in your ear, the voice of the people's ear, it's Bringing that flavor in your ear, flavor in your ear, this is a Landry Football Quick Fix on Radio Influence. The issue in college football that is going to make its round on all the shows is, is Ohio State deserving? Have they played enough games? Four best, four most deserving. What is it? How is it? What should it be? You've heard me discuss. There's no real organization on the national college football level. And, you know, when I say there should be a de facto commissioner or something, I am not talking or seeking someone that will run the sport. I don't think that is the case. And, you know, Roger Goodell doesn't run the NFL, but I know people are not 
happy with government, at least it's not a dictatorship. And if there's one thing that can protect, at least from a governmental standpoint, and I'm not a political person, and people that are more learned about politics can maybe do pros and cons. And I really appreciate not getting into it because I don't really not into it. I'm using it in an analogous way. But but when you you have a Senate, House, you know, presidency, you've you've got a lot of people involved. And if there's one thing that maybe is good, potentially in colleges, you usually have a board so that you can prevent somebody from going rogue. But yet it's much more complex and it, it makes for some interesting decisions. And I have been a belief that college football is something that should be looked at from what's best for the entire sport. That is not the way it is. Uh, it is all for one and one for all. The Landry Football Podcast with veteran scout and coach Chris Landry can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com. 